You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Hello and welcome to Friday Conversations. I'm Verity. And I'm Fiona. (laughs) And we are here tonight looking at the book Blessed, Broken, Given by Blen, no, not Blen, Glenn Packiam. Um, which, um, so we've been doing it for quite a few weeks now, haven't we? Have we been doing uh, it since yeah. September? Um, yes, I can't I remember so. when the first week was, but it has been quite a few. Yeah, yeah so um, we're up to chapter eight now. Um, and it's a brilliant book, but you can still enjoy um, and join in, even if you haven't read it. Um, so, yes, let's start with, so we're, chapter eight is called For the Love of Jesus. So that's what we're looking at today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I'd start, if you don't mind, by say I'm starting by jumping to the end. <laughs> um, by so so that if you don't remember anything else, if you tune out, if you get bored, if you fall asleep, remember this. Actually, that the chapter title sums it up quite well. well it does, it? yes. For the love of Jesus, Jesus. It's exactly. A it's, giveaway that. because yeah, <laughs> yes. it's that that idea that we are loved fully and completely by Jesus, and we need to love him in return and he needs to be that first priority that's right Mm -hmm. and once he is that first priority and we um yes all that we need can come from him Mm -hmm. and go through us into others that's right we can serve him by serving others yes and actually the fact of our love for him is what motivates all the rest in terms of love for other people is Mm -hmm. where we're Mm. coming to in the end isn't it yes yes exactly so we'll start at the end and now we'll go back to the beginning (laughs) (laughs) right Mm. okay yes Mm. i'm just thinking so he starts off by um giving a scenario about um going away and he talks about being drained Mm -hmm. and being spent that's right yes and there is a difference between being drained and being spent Mm. and that's um one of the things we need to, because yes, he he was on a particular um, trip for a funeral and everything, wasn't he? And and he felt God say to him when he was feeling sort of pretty tired and washed out. He says, um, "What's it? I have oh, I've lost. Th- yeah, here we are. Um, I am sending you, and I am spending you. Yes, that was what he heard God say. And and then he's sort of thinking about being spent." Is that different from being drained? What, what mm, do you think? Because we would often, um, you hear the word drained, obviously a lot more. It's a, a common, in common usage mm-hmm. that I'm just so drained. Um, and yes, it's that feeling of just being tired mm-hmm. and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think I can face yeah. any more mm-hmm. or do any more. Yeah. And he describes being drained um, as someone taking something from you. Yeah. Um, or, or an accidental loss, that's right, like yeah. just dribbling out of a hole in the bucket. Yeah. Um, that, that's the way he describes being that's drained. Right. Yeah, so you actually feel you're kind of robbed of your, your energy and that, that kind of thing, which is quite different from being spent, because when you spend something, that's quite deliberate. Yes. It's not accidental. Yeah, you know, if I go and you know do my shopping, I spend money on something. That's yes. it isn't sort of oh my purse has been drained, you know, yes. somebody stole from it. Actually, no, I have deliberately done that because mm. there was some good reason why I was spending. Yes, yes, there's yeah. purpose behind mm. it, and he says there is a choice to intentionally participate. That's right in it. Mm. Um, 
and I was thinking about this um, and because I, I would use the word I'm feeling very drained at the moment but I do like the way the way mm. he's he's looked at it and phrased mm. it mm. because actually if we're being spent as you said we don't need to worry about running out no because God is no man's debtor, no. and he would not be making you give out more than you've mm -hmm. got. No, no. Um, no. It's not like we have to try and run on empty, no. because he will provide mm -hmm. what we need. Yeah. If that's time, if it's energy, if it's resources, mm -hmm. he will provide that. Mm -hmm. So, so we, can, we can trust him that even when we're feeling at the end of our tether, whatever he asks us to do next he will enable yeah. us to do it yes, yes because because basically he is the one who's doing the spending mm. you know what he says i'm sending and i am spending you well that that sort of shifts the balance a bit because it's not i mean actually i can be spent because i belong to him mm. so he has the right to spend me mm. whereas you know draining that's something that either i've kind of overtaxed myself or other people have, and and it's all kind of um at, at the human level, but actually, if God if God owns us, then He can spend us, and we can trust Him yes. not to um, not to overspend us. If, mm. if you if you see what I mean, I think that's that's sort of quite um, a different kind of thing to to be looking at. And and of course, it's the the whole book is about bread, isn't it? Yes. you know, and how Jesus took bread, He broke it mm. and and blessed it. You know, mm. blessed it, broke it, and then gave it. And that's the whole point of it that that the the purpose of him taking the bread and blessing it mm. is and, and you know and, and breaking it is so that it can be given yes it's so that it can be passed out yes that's that's what's what's the the point yes. of it it doesn't mm. do much good just sitting there after it's been blessed no. and broken no. it needs no. to be no so so again the the well all through this as we as we look at each part of this chapter the fact that it's not actually about us Mm. and our satisfaction and mm. you know whether this whether this is doing something for me mm. actually it's about our usefulness in the hands of Jesus to be spent for his purposes mm. Mm. and something that that you've said um, lots that I think is very key to that as well is everything on this earth is God's yeah. he made it he created it and all I have to give him is myself mm -hmm. And actually, I need to give, because that's all I've got to give him, I need to give it to him completely. Yeah. And then, as you say, it's his to spend and he can use us mm. um, where, where he sees fit um, mm. because we've given ourselves to him first. Yes, yes, yes. I've just, um, yes, Clive is um, referring us actually to the uh, one of the passages that, Glenn Packham himself refers to mm. Clive saying, is this relevant? People cannot steal from me what I have given. Yes. And you know, when Jesus says about nobody takes my life from me, yes. I lay it down. Yes. And, and that is the thing, you know, what, what I've given, you can't steal. Yes. Because I've given it to you, so it's yours now. Yes. And, and God will never force you mm. to do something. He will wait until you are ready to give it. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. But, but sort of knowing that we've been blessed by him yes. and, and that he's sort of breaking us. You know, we talked last time about some of the things that are sort of puzzling to us sometimes when they're happening. Mm -hmm. But actually the purpose of that breaking is so that then we can be given. Yes. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. And actually, 
that's a pleasure to do and not a burden. Yeah. Because when you're in that place where you are freely given because you love Jesus, mm. it, it is a joy and it gives, it brings peace and all, all the things that the Holy Spirit bring, you mm. can receive those gifts through yeah. your giving. That's right. Yes. I just think, no, I think I'm going, oh, I'm going too far Oh, I've got another ahead. comment from Jackie mm. saying, isn't there a distinction in being spent when God asks us to, rather than being drained when perhaps we're busy not doing what he wants mm. and wisdom to appreciate that difference? Yes. Yes. Mm. That's right. Because, because yes, when we're, when we're being spent, we, we've actually volunteered for this mm. and, and we know that this is what he's asking of us isn't it mm. whereas the being drained is often when we're perhaps rather too caught up with something that he hadn't given us to do anyway mm. yes uh, yes mm. it's true one of the things i meant to say at the beginning quite often we will pose a question to try and get some um chatting on the, the on the live chat here um so thank you for those who have already started with that and hello to everybody who has said hello but my question to start with is why do you love Jesus? Why have you chosen him? And I can appreciate that would be quite a hard thing to fit into a few words and put on here, but <laughs> as, as the evening goes on and perhaps over the song and the notices, if you're thinking about why, does, why did you choose Jesus? Why do you love him? Mm. Um, and yeah, send in your thoughts. Mm. Oh. Ah, I think that's another uh, important point to make, that he's not asking us mm -hmm. to do something that he's not prepared to do himself. Yeah. And of course, Jesus came mm -hmm. as, um, well, he demonstrated perfectly mm -hmm. God's kingdom and God's way of doing mm -hmm. things. And, and he's already done this. Mm -hmm. He came to be spent. He was, well, he uses the phrase, doesn't he? He was sent to be spent. Yes. Um, so actually, that's, mm. yeah, he's mm. not demanding something that he's not prepared to give himself. No, no, no. And actually, he gives himself through his spirit mm. to dwell in us. So mm. that actually, when we're, when we're doing what he's telling us to do, we actually have the resources because it's not I, but Christ in me. Yes. Because mm. yes. Yes, he is doing it through me. Mm. Mm. Yes, okay. So we're moving on to breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs now? Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I do like the breadcrumbs bit. I think right. it's very relevant for lots mm -hmm. of people. Mm -hmm. um, so basically he's saying that, um, because obviously using the, the picture of us being bread, so that's the theme throughout the book, he keeps referring to that. And he's now looking at, so what happens when we feel less like bread and more like crumbs, okay? And he was saying that in his experience um, of, of meeting with people and talking to people, actually it's not always the case that selfishness is stopping people from following mm -hmm. the Lord um, or being used by him. It's actually, he says, often it is insecurity or some version of the lie that we are not worth much, mm -hmm. that we have nothing to offer that our lives simply don't matter. Mm. Or it could be that we let other activities, lesser loves, um, to, to crowd out the greatest joy given to us, that mm. of joining God in his work of renewing and restoring all things. Yeah. 
Yes, well, I think a lot of people, um, well, probably all of us at some point or another, do find that, that that sense of insecurity, the feeling that, well, I haven't got much to offer and, you know, um, well, I can remember you know, thinking back to my own much younger life, a, a point just before I got filled with the Holy Spirit was actually the, the sort of the feeling that, um, you know, I'm advertising the goods, but if people come into the shop, I haven't got them. No. And that, that's that sense of, you know, I haven't got what it takes. Mm. And that, that can hold people back, you know, the fear that, well, when people come and ask me, I, I won't be able to, to give them what I've been sent to give, you know. Yes. But then, of course, that's why we, it's so important that we know that we're blessed. We know that we've received. Yes. We know that we're in his hands. Yes. So that, so that when, when the point comes for, for giving out the bread, even if it's only crumbs, it will be enough. Yes. Mm. Yes, exactly. And mm. it's, it's, it's trusting him with what we have to offer mm. and not thinking we need to be more. Mm. Because actually... I am what he made me to be mm. and actually this yeah this is what he wanted this is the way he made mm. me and that's that's what I have to offer mm -hmm. he doesn't need more than that no. and it talks about um, it doesn't um, he's not asking for you for what you do not have if you don't have extra time He's not asking you to make another commitment mm. use what you've already got what you're already doing yeah, yeah. Um, in a way that serves him mm. and others. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, he, I, I was quite taken, I've underlined a bit up here, where he's, he's underlining the fact that, um, it's back to this thing that it's, that obviously we've received God's grace, mm. and that is wonderful for us, but it's not, it's not just to bless us. Yes. We're actually meant to be part of what God is doing. Yes. You know, he said, um, where's the way put, yeah, there's this is I, the people he sets right, which is obviously what he's, he's done for us, are the ones he wants to use to set the world right. Yes. yes. So actually, you know, justice comes through the justified, or at least it's supposed to. Mm. So again, realizing that, you know, the purpose of you getting saved isn't so that you personally can get eventually into God's kingdom, yes. you know, or that you personally can get all your needs met. Yes. That does come as part of your package. But actually the purpose of, of him saving us is so that we can be part of his plan for redeeming the whole of creation. Yes. That's, that's what it's about. Yes, and it starts now. Yeah, that's it's right. It's not just something yeah. that's coming, salvation yeah. starts yes. now. Yes, and sort of getting hold of the fact that it's for his purpose, mm. not ours. And therefore, you know, the bread that we're, we're sharing is actually him, his life in us. Mm. Yeah. And again, just reiterating that when you do that, it, it can feel like a really hard step. And actually, often it's through our brokenness that we need to offer ourselves. Mm. But actually, there is such joy in that. There is such mm. joy in being a part of his kingdom coming. Mm. And what a privilege to be involved in the mm. kingdom of God coming on earth. Mm. It's, yeah, it's mm. incredible the way he has designed things. Yes, yes. And it's actually, it's quite exciting. Okay, it's rather daunting, which is, I suppose, why sometimes people sort of feel, oh, I've only got crumbs. Yes. But it's actually very exciting to feel that you're part of something God is doing. Yes. And that, um, you know, that our little crumb is part of the whole loaf that he's, yes. that he's given yes, for the exactly. world. You know. And don't discount yeah. the small crumb because yeah. it's a part of it and the bread yeah. would not be the same without the crumb. That's right. You know, so knowing that actually my life counts for something and is significant, which, you know, for such a lot of people, that's the... 
you know, the, the sense of despair that comes when you feel like your life counts for nothing and that, you know, the world would, would be no different without you or perhaps even better off, some people thought. You know, that, that actually knowing you're part of God's purpose yeah. is, is quite exciting and it gets, gets hold of you, you know. Yes, mm. yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I loved um, just finishing off the, the breadcrumbs section because he, he gives a story about how um, one aunt in his family was praying. But basically, she became a Christian in a non-Christian family, and she prayed. She prayed for her family members um, to meet Christ, and slowly but surely, she had these conversations. She mm -hmm. talked to them about it, and it was not an immediate thing, mm -hmm. but over the course of time, uh, I get the impression that most, if not all, of the family turned to Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was a big part of that, even though she would now say that she didn't have, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't her. Yeah. She just, um, mm -hmm. oh, yes, she was just the vessel. Yes. But she was a vessel carrying a great treasure. That's right. That's what um, Paul talks about in, in, um, mm. In Second Corinthians, you know about having the, this treasure. Mm. It's it's in an earthen vessel, which may not look very spectacular at all. But the treasure inside—that's mm. a different matter entirely. Yes. Mm. And and yes, um, she will tell you she was just a vessel, mm. but carrying a great treasure. Yeah. Yes, I love this. Sorry. This is what Jesus does with our lives. Small steps of courage and kindness can play a big part in someone's life. Bread in the hands of Jesus becomes more than bread, which is mm. what he said previously. But I love this one. I'm going to try and remember this one for as long as I live. Even breadcrumbs can lead someone home. Mm. And I just, I love that picture. But don't mm. discount yourself because even breadcrumbs can lead someone home. Yeah. Yes. Shall we turn to, there's been quite a lot going on with the chat. So yes, I was saying, uh, so I asked it. the question, um, why do you love Jesus? Why did you choose Jesus? Um, and there have been other comments as well, not just related to that. But do you want to read some yeah, of them? Okay, well, um, Maggie Welf has put, the Bible says we love him because he first loved us. And that's my main reason when I think of how he died for me and then how he has been with me and guiding me all my life. Mm. Mm. Yes, Jackie said that um, it's simple because he loved me first. Mm. Keith yeah. said the same, Jesus chose me. Mm. I responded to his call because he forgave me when I felt no one else would. Yeah, yes. Uh, let me see where else are we going then. And there's quite a lot of talk about yes. being drained as well. Yes, and Anna's putting here, Jesus loves me, he's kind, he won't break a bruised reed. Mm. He's faithful and always there, although I don't always feel that. Yes. And Andy's put, because he went to the cross for me. Yes. And Alan and Joan, I agree, he met me and I surrendered myself to him. Mm. You know, um, uh, <laughs> your mother's saying, <laughs> We're not called just to bless others. He loves me because he loves me. Yes. Also, he could use me even if I was in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very true. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 
And then Keith has said, Jesus saved me because he loves me. He then asks me to join him in the bigger work. However, that is not why he saved me. He saved me because he loves me. Mm. So I hope you can see both through what we're talking about and through the chat here. This is great. Thank you very much mm. for everyone who's, who's joining in with us. Mm. That yes, this is, where, this is why I started at the end. Because mm. it's for the love of Jesus. Yes. It's because of his love for us and yeah. our love for him. That's right. That's where it all needs yes. to stem from. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, it's all too much and yeah. we do get drained and yes. we won't keep going at those mm. hard times. Yeah. And it, and it isn't the case that he loves us because we loved him. Mm. It's we love him because he loved us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are, are we nearly halfway through or what's the... Yes, uh, we, could, we could have the notices now, couldn't we? That would, I think that's a good breaking point. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm just going to... Just having a quick look. One of the, the things I was um, thinking about was so looking at why do we love Jesus, but also thinking about when have other people um, showed you God's love? And I know we'll be looking at the, this in later chapters as well, but I thought that was mm. quite a, a good thing to think about. If we're talking about serving others, mm what does that look like and when have we seen that the other way around other people mm. um, loving us so if you've got examples of when you've seen God's love through other people if you could share that during the notices and song that would be great um, and we'll see you in a few minutes I hope you enjoy the Christmas carol <laughs> Welcome back. Um, thank you, Fiona and Clive, for doing that carol for us. Um, she's a very quick change artist. She's been practicing. Um, and yeah, we just, uh, it's worth pointing out that we do hope that you will be able to support us um, in IJM's appeal this Christmas. Um, and you could do that by giving online. It's the King's Church, no, it's kingswisbeach.org.uk mm-hmm. and there's a giving tab and you can put IJM or Christmas Appeal or something yeah. like that um, as a way to give or you can bring cash to church on a Sunday yeah. and put it in the basket. Yeah. And the other minor point, which has been pointed out in the live chat, mm. um, the, the timing for the service the United Church service on Christmas Day Mm. at the Baptist Church is 10 o'clock, not 11 o'clock. Yes. That will be corrected in the notices by next time. (laughs) Okay, again, thank you to everyone for contributing. Before the, um, I want to call it a break, it's not a break, but yes, it's a break for us. (laughs) Um, Before the song, I asked you, what occasions have there been where you've seen God's love through other people and then how they have served you and shown that love. Um, And Maggie has written down, uh, when she was in hospital in East London, the church people cooked lots of meals for Richard and many visited me. When I came out, somebody from the church came and washed my hair because my arm was very sore. Um, Richard has said, Alan pumped up my flat tire on Sunday. Others offered as well. I was able to get home and then get a new tire. Thankful to God that it happened near church and not miles away. Mm-hmm. No. And then the other Alan helped him move a washing machine. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I was thinking of examples and I must admit food was the first one that came to my mind as well. That after Elijah was born, quite a lot of different people mm-hmm. helped cook us meals because I was rather overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
people have given me uh, um, my family money and gifts some people have given us very kind and thoughtful prayer support or just mm -hmm. a card um, and some people have given us lifts I was remembering one time when Jackie brought um, me a bag of clothes in hospital. I'd taken Lara to hospital and I wasn't expecting to stay overnight and she drove to King's Lynn just to bring us some clothes. Mm. Um, and I just thought they're, they're really good examples um, that can seem like breadcrumbs to yes. us because in some aspects they are so small. Yeah. And so but ordinary. Like, yes. And yet they're not ordinary at the point when you're receiving that. It's, yes. It can be such a blessing. Yes. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, mm. so don't discount those. And again, it's people using what they have. Mm. If they have the time and ability to cook some food, mm. if they have a car and can drive it and they're able to use yes. that, um, yes. is, is using what you already have. Yes, um, Anna's put in here, you know, loads of people have done loads of things for us, e.g. giving us a dishwasher when we were skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. When we start to think about it, there, yeah. there are lots yeah. of times like that. And yeah. it, again, it's, it's actually a blessing for us to be able to be a part of that for someone else. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Right. Are we on to the next little chunk of this chapter? Yes, yes. Mm. Self-giving saviour is what he's uh, captioned, captioned it. Mm. Yes, well, it's, it's one of the... Um, well, it would have been incredibly controversial in first century Jewish society. It's still um, a bit mind-blowing reading it now, even with all the centuries of Christianity that we've known. When Jesus talks about, you know, um, Moses gave you the bread from heaven in, in sense of the manna that came down, but actually I am the living bread now. It, mm -hmm. It's he himself who's actually the bread. And you actually have to be eating of his flesh and drinking of his blood. Yes. And interestingly, after he started talking like that, a whole lot of people who were following him left. Yes, I can imagine. Mm. I, I love the way Glenn mm. writes it in the book, so I hope you don't mind. Um, but he's written here, what? Is he insane? Jews can't drink the blood of animals, let alone the blood of humans. And not only did he say it once, but he kept repeating it. Uh, and then he's go, gone on from talking about himself being um, bread to, to eating his flesh and drinking his blood. I mean, the bread metaphor was confusing, but at least it was more pleasant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the point is the same, as he said, mm. Jesus came to be consumed. Yes. You know, he was sent to be spent. He's actually the bread of life given for the, bread, for the, for the life of the world. Yes. This, this is the, the key thing that, you know, it's actually his self-giving Mm. not being drained because nobody's taking it from him yes. it's he is giving it yes yeah. and um yeah the the the, the countercultural things of his day um especially with the way he was phrasing that but i think it's it's also it it's so profoundly different to what i come across in daily life now in as far as um the attitude that people have mm. to, towards life in general uh, and love is the fact it's about what suits me best what do I enjoy the best what makes me feel good what mm. gives me a boost and and it's all about that the focus is on me mm. um, and of course Jesus totally flips that on it, its head he's a self-giving savior mm. um, and it's, it's that idea 
that well, whatever we take part in, if God's telling us to do it, it's not just about how, how we feel. Mm. It's not, because even this, the, this culture has slipped into the church, that people want to go to the church, which the style suits them best, and mm. they enjoy this part mm. of it. And if they don't, they'll just go and find a yeah. different church. Yes, the idea of, of actually um, being willing to engage it, because you know, it, within any gathering together, you know, some aspects may do a lot for some people. Yes. For other people, those will be boring or irrelevant. Mm. But then another aspect will do an awful lot for them, whereas yes. some of the first people are sort of, you know, this is boring and irrelevant for me. Yes. And actually understanding that the point of us coming together, the point of us meeting together, is actually to serve each other out of love for Jesus, yes. rather than to get what I currently need at this moment. I mean, we do get yes. what we need, yes. you know, that, that is supplied to us. But actually, to be focused more on how I can help serve mm. other people, how I can give myself. Yes. And so, yes, it means that sometimes, you know, you, okay, you have to sing a song you don't like, you know, or you have to listen to a message that doesn't seem relevant to you, or you engage in an activity that's been done which, frankly, doesn't do a lot for you. But for yes. somebody else, that could be the key thing. Yes. And, and it's this sort of giving ourselves to yes. think, how can I bless somebody else rather yes. than just what can I get out of it? Yes, mm. and and also that that's true in our relationships with others. Um, mm. In that I was talking to somebody this week, um, mm. and they were just saying that if if that person doesn't make me feel good, well, mm. I, I don't need to see them. I don't need to talk. Mm. I don't need yeah. to have a relationship with them. Mm. And it's just the, this idea of of picking and choosing in life what makes you feel good mm. whereas actually that's not what we're called to do and actually not all our relationships are incredibly positive and build us up sometimes it's the other way around that we're perhaps doing a bit more building up rather mm. than receiving that mm. building up mm. um, and we can't just drop things based on on how we're feeling mm. and actually if we keep loving people even when it's hard we're showing his love and grace mm. a lot more than just loving them when it's easy yes yes mm. yeah, just uh, he starts to move on to the trinity doesn't yes he, you know? uh, yes well yes because sometimes people get this sort of picture of God as this sort of horrible father who mm. sent his son to die and he's tortured him on a cross and all the rest of it mm. but actually Jesus has come voluntarily. Mm. Um, he's come out of love because he, you know, he's he's there. It, this is this is God actually, God Himself coming to give Himself. You know, yes. it's not it's not um, that sort of the Father is demanding and the Son is the poor victim. Yes. you know, and the Holy Spirit yes. fits in somewhere else. It, it, yes, exactly. It's all he, three involved here. Yes, and he 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 does explain that the Trinity is a mystery. Mm. Um, but but he does sort of untangle that a bit in the sense of that each in distinct, distinct part of the Trinity mm. loves us. Mm. He loves the world he created. Mm. Each part of the Trinity was involved yeah. in that creation. Yes. They, and they love us. Mm -hmm. um, so actually... 
Yes, yeah, so, so actually we have God the Father who is creating, but also the Son is the agent of creating mm. and, and, the, and the Spirit. Mm. And yes, God the Son who's given his life for us, but actually mm. that's the Father giving the Son and the Holy Spirit enabling that. And yes. then we have the Holy Spirit being given to us so that we too can be bred. Yes. But again, yes. it, it's, all, it's all sort of built up together so that, yes. so that there's this complete union. Yes you know, um, and fellowship, which we share in as well. Yes. With, with the Father yes. and the Son and the Spirit. Mm. Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, there's been quite a few um, more comments on here. So mm. I'll just, um, Jackie is saying, the only way we can find out more about God is doing life with him every day in all the small things of life. Mm. I think he calls us to be intimate with him in, in all the small things of life. Mm. Um, Anna says, Jesus said, love your enemies. That's not a feel-good buzz. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, because these days, of course, you know, love, love your enemies. Oh, no, no, if a relationship's toxic, give it up. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm. Very true. Um, mm. And then, this, so, so what is the Trinity? If you haven't heard the phrase before, mm -hmm. um, the Trinity is this, well, is the mystery of God in three parts. So one God, three persons. In, okay, three persons, sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, yes, because, you know, it's not that that's a part of God. Actually, the whole of God is, is there in all three individuals, and yet the three okay. individuals are quite distinct. Yes. So you've got this, this strange mystery of, of, of diversity and yet complete, complete unity. Yes. So, yes, there's only one God, but there's three persons within one Godhead. Yes. Yeah. It is well, a mystery. Your head well, can't so get it round. No. And, and what I was thinking, would you say that there is a distinction between, because if, if people struggle to grasp the idea that God sent his son, mm -hmm. couldn't we just say that God sent himself? Well, except that it's, it's the son's specific role there. Mm -hmm. But obviously, that's not that, so therefore the Father and the Holy Spirit could sit back and think, phew, I'm glad we didn't get that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, the whole of them is involved in the whole yes. thing. Uh -huh. Mm. Yeah, but yes, okay. Let, let's get back to the bread, shall we? Yes, <laughs> yep. yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Into the Trinity, mm -hmm. yes, sorry. Because otherwise we're going to run out of time. Oh, oh crumbs, yes, goodness. <laughs> yes, from beggar to bread mm. is his next part. Obviously, we don't have to stick to everything exactly as he said it. No. But I do, it is an important aspect yeah. um, that God he's using the the metaphor again of food funnily enough being mm. a book about bread mm. that the father has provided a banquet of his love for you but you think you need to look elsewhere mm. for you you're begging for bread elsewhere yeah and it's that question of of a bit of self-examination here mm. that, that what are my motives looking at your behaviors and what are the motives behind that mm. um and actually remembering that firstly God loved us, mm. you know, um, and and that is the, the feast of his love is mm. there. That is our food, our sustenance. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to be trying to gain that from mm. others. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's talking about a, a session he was having with his spiritual director, isn't he? You know, mm. and, and sort of he told him that he found he was always habitually kind of checking his phone, refreshing his social media apps, um, constantly looking for updates, see how many likes he was getting, all that, that sort of thing. And it's so much um, focus on that, mm. 
that actually he had he'd neglected where the real source of yes. of affirmation and um, mm. and sort of refreshment, as it were, in his spirit comes mm. from. You know, because mm. he's look sort of looking for for bread. Um, he quotes from the prophet Isaiah, mm, why yes. do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labour for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. So that's mm. God speaking there, you know, that, that here's his people. There's, there he is. Everything they need is here provided and they're all busy sort of working the, their socks off and spending all their labour and their attention for stuff which actually doesn't satisfy. Mm. You know, that, that's, um, and and uh, that just demonstrates as well that it's not like this is a modern problem. This isn't no. a new phenomenon. No. This is what's been happening throughout the course of history. Mm -hmm. It is our human nature that we keep mm -hmm. going and searching for other things mm -hmm. to fill those those gaps. Mm -hmm. But actually, when when we come to God and feast on what He has given us, mm -hmm. there are no gaps that need no. filling. No. No, that's right. Because no, I mean, obviously, that's a quote from the eighth century BC. Yes. It was so. It's not a new problem. <laughs> but but sometimes, you know, it's not. We don't even realise that that's what we're doing. Yes. yes. You know that we're actually well, as he puts it, going out like beggars looking for breadcrumbs. Mm. When actually we have available to us so much, and we should yeah. actually be going out with something to give because yes. we have we have an abundance. Yes. Wow. Yes, and and the, and and our own needs, the feast that the Father provides, is always there for us. Mm, mm. Mm. And He suggests we need to hold loosely to the praise of others mm. and the affection from other people, mm. knowing that we have a feast awaiting us in the Father's house. It's always there and freely mm. available. Mm. Yes, yes. Well, it's like, and actually, He refers to the older son in the story of the prodigal son in Luke mm. fifteen, mm. and. Actually, you know, the older son is, is the person to whom the people represented by him are the people to whom the parable is actually addressed. Mm. And, and, you know, he's complaining, oh, you never threw a party for me. But actually, the father is saying, son, everything I have is yours. Mm. Why? <laughs> what do you mean? I never gave you anything. The whole everything I possess belongs to you. But you're not living as if that was the case. Yes. You're living as if you're sort of being kept short all the time. Mm. You know, and looking, looking somewhere else, or getting jealous of your brother, etc. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, well, he puts it here. Only when we feast on the Father's love yes. do we stop living like beggars. Yes. Mm. Mm. And then we're coming towards our final yes. chunk that we started with. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, it's a good final chunk. If you only read one part of this chapter, read this bit, given for the love of Jesus. It's mm. very mm. poignant. Mm. Um, oh, just before we go there, because yes, there are a couple yeah. of comments on what we've okay. just been thinking. Yep. Yes, Jackie's put them here. I started learning many years ago that it's more interesting to let God direct my relationships. A lot have turned out hugely differently to how I expected, much more fun. <laughs> and then Keith's putting in here, people talk about a husband or wife completing them. I have learned that no person can complete me, only Jesus can do that. It's wrong for us to expect our friends or family to meet all our needs. Yes. Jesus is the one who meets our needs. Yes. So it's just underlining what we've said. So yes, now we can go on to the next bit. Yes. Right, given for the love of Jesus. Yes. Mm. 
is from being loved, we loved. Mm. Um, and maybe it's in the act of giving that love is most manifest. Mm. And I think it's important to remember, again, I'm sure it's something that you said to me, that love is a doing word. It is not a feeling. Mm. And a feeling will hopefully be a part of that, but mm. it is an yeah. active participation in what's going yeah. on it's actually a choice made in the will mm. um, that that's the absolute root of it um, love as as god who is love mm. sort of shows it you know that that yes you know feeling sometimes i mean the feelings when you're feeling loving can be absolutely wonderful mm. but actually even when you're feeling nothing or you're feeling quite angry or upset you know the bottom line is that you know love is the choice you make and this whole thing that it's actually it's for the love of Jesus is the first motivation. Yes. Particularly when loving other people is sometimes difficult. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. So, so that's a little bit what we are going yeah, to be looking exactly. at. Yeah, exactly. And it is like here. I mean, Keith has here mentioned about um, mm. love between a husband and wife, but mm. and we we look at it a lot in marriage courses. Mm. Mm. The fact that you you must love. Jesus first and that that actually loving him first will keep that three stranded cord mm. is not easily broken yeah, yeah. Um, but but even in the marriage relationship which feels like the closest possible relationship mm. he still needs to be that first priority that That's first right. love yes yes I mean just get, read a little bit of his introduction here you know from being loved we love it's in being beloved that we become love and love gives mm. but what is the object of our love whom do we love in order to allow ourselves to be given mm. or what do we love in order to become given and he's sort of saying you know at first your answer might seem obvious that it's the person you're serving you know the one to whom you are given if your life is given for your children then it's your love for your children that leads you to that place if it's service of the poor then it's love for the poor that leads to that givenness that's the obvious answer but he says i think it's wrong at least it's incomplete and frankly insufficient. Mm. It's not enough to carry us through the dark nights and the lonely hours and the difficult times yes. and the times when actually everything in you feels yeah. so differently. Yes. And then he sort of turns to the Apostle Peter, so we're going yes. to be... Yes, Peter's mm. a, a... Yes. Mm. Uh, but I think one of the things I'd just like to point out, especially when you're feeling like all you've got is breadcrumbs, look at the people in the Bible because it is incredible who God uses. Mm. God uses normal people and often the lowliest people. Mm. I mean, King David was the youngest son, mm. which is shocking mm. in, that, in that culture to mm. choose the youngest son. Mm. And mm. all the people in the Bible make mistakes and the Bible doesn't try and gloss over that or hide mm. that. Sometimes the mistakes are a crucial mm. part of what's yeah. happening. Um, and it's just, yeah, God, God uses, it's real, real people. This yeah. is real life. Yes. Yes. And we don't, again, we don't have to be something more than we are. No. We just need to be us. And that's who God uses. Yes. And actually that's woven throughout the Bible yes. as well. Right. And, and when we look at, at you know, him using Peter as the example, I mean, Peter was a man who'd been called by Jesus, who'd mm. followed him, who'd performed miracles with mm. him, seen him doing so much. And he, you know, he obviously loved Jesus. Yes. But... Um, but basically, um, he kind of lost it all mm. when, the, when 
it came to Jesus being arrested, you know, and he completely failed. And obviously yes. he, he, was, he was feeling like, well, that's it, it's all over. And he yes. decides, you know, he's gonna go back to fishing and, yes. um, you know, just return to what he was before. Yes. And all yes. the dreams and everything seemed to have crashed. Mm. And then there's Jesus suddenly appears on the shore and, and tells him again, you know, about casting his net on the right side of the boat and there's this miraculous catch of fish just mm. as on the day he was first called yes. to follow Jesus. Yes. And, and, and then when they get to the beach, Jesus just asks Peter, Peter, do you love me? Mm. And, and this is where the, the crunch bit is. Do you love me more than these? Mm. You know, and that's... Um, well, lots of sermons have been preached on what is meant by these. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I can imagine. <laughs> yes, but, um, but of course, Jesus already knew the answer. You know, Peter says, Lord, you know that I love you. Mm. Um, and so he says, well, okay, feed my lambs then. Mm. You know, and then, and then it keeps on for... Th but the... Um, yeah, there's there's lots of lots of stuff you could preach if you're going to expand this whole passage. There's yes. so much oh, in yes. it. Yeah. But here, the particular thing, you know, he, it's like he's 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 calling Peter again. Mm. He's he's reaffirming him. You know, he's yes. he's actually um, reinstating him yeah. in, in what he's saying. And the, and the most important question he asks me is, "Do you love me?" And, and Peter, you know, there he is, he's sort of feeling like a complete failure. He's feeling totally washed out and useless. But actually, he loves, he does love Jesus. Yes. yes. And so therefore, says Jesus, then get on and feed my sheep. Because actually that's what will enable him to carry out the, the work for which Jesus called him. Excuse me, I'm yes. losing my voice here. Well, I, I just think some other aspects that I love to pull out of that story yeah. is I just, I feel so much for Peter after, after the denial, mm. when it says he went out and wept. Mm. And it's just that, that crushing feeling of mm. I've made this terrible mistake. And of course for him, he would have felt like there was no going back. I've, mm. I've done it now, I, mm. I have failed, mm. and, and I can really feel for him there. And although he, ha he has seen Jesus already, so he knows Jesus is resurrected, he still goes back to fishing. Mm. Um, but when, when he sees Jesus again this time, mm. he doesn't hide, he doesn't let his guilt consume him. No. He leaps towards him. I mean, he's in a boat and he just goes. Yeah, like yeah jumps Jesus into the water. Yeah. <laughs> he runs towards him. And mm. even when you've made what feels like the worst mistakes, mm. run towards him, not mm. away. Yes, yes, because, because actually the thing, the thing that matters is that you love him. Yes. And if you love him, that will result in a whole different way of living. Mm. And, and I think that's, um, that's the key thing. It's not, you know, because however much you're sort of passionate about your, you know, the, the job you're called to or the people that you're particularly um, involved with, there will be times when that will not be enough. Yeah. When you'll be drained, you know, when, when you're actually feeling, I can't do it anymore, mm. it's too hard. And the thing that keeps you going is love for Jesus, because that, that's, that's the fixed point. Yes. That's where the, um, well, it's um, 
the other Fiona sent me through a, a song this week, you know, called The Anchor Holds, you know, though the boat is battered, though the sails are torn, mm -hmm. but the anchor holds in spite of the storm. Yes. And that, that's the thing, that's the thing that you can rely on that doesn't shift. Yes. And, and when you love Jesus, you've got a reason for loving the people that he loves, yes. even when you're not finding them very lovable at this moment. Yes. You've got a reason for carrying on with the work that he wants done, even when it seems like it's fruitless, pointless, hard, not appealing. You know, because if the reason is that you love Jesus and that's your motivating thing, or you will do anything yes. for him. Yes. Even love your husband when you feel like getting divorced. <laughs> Even, yes. you know, stay faithful to, to the job you've been given to do when it's actually becoming a, a real bind and nightmare. Yes. You, know, you, you keep going. Yes. And even, you know, when it comes, well, like for Peter, ultimately it cost him his life mm. to be a faithful follower of Jesus. But, yeah, because he loved Jesus, yes. even his own life didn't matter anymore because it wasn't about him. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, do you mind if I read some of yeah. these bits to yeah. Because he, he does, funnily enough, he words things incredibly well. So mm -hmm. I don't, I, I thought yeah. it's good to yeah. read his words. Um, mm -hmm. It is our love for Jesus that leads us to surrender to him. And it is Jesus who gives us a way for others. We surrender out of love for him. And when we surrender, we find ourselves not needing to beg any longer. Our surrender makes us bread in the hands of Jesus. He sends us and spends us because of his love for us and for the world. And the sending is sweeter than you could have ever dreamed or imagined. This is how we become given for the life of the world. Mm. Yes, yes. And that, that, it's like that's the grand vision. Mm. And it's worked out in a myriad small everyday Yes. Events and relationships. Yes. But that's what it's about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, very good. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. I thoroughly enjoyed reading the chapter. Thank you very much. I enjoyed this conversation. Um, and so we hope that you'll be able to join us next week when we'll be doing the next chapter, chapter nine, which is what's it for the love of people? Is that next? Um, for for, for, one, for another. one another. For one another. So, yes, that will be next Friday at half past seven on our YouTube channel. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for the comments. Oh, I love this. Just from Anna. God used a donkey, so there's hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and we hope you have um, enjoy the rest of your evening and have mm. a, lo a lovely weekend. Mm. Good night. Yeah.